everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in the studio with my husband, Daniel. It is a week and a couple days before Xmas. When you hear this, it'll be one week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. How is it going? It's going great. Good. I'm in the holiday spirit, finally, I think. Are you? Uh, No. We need to talk. I have a list here. (laughs) It comes and goes. I have a list. You have intermittent holiday spirit, and I got to put something, your battle with the Christmas lights. Mm. I'm putting that on because this has become my battle with your battle with the Christmas lights. Anyway, uh, I am sitting here, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Calls? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven voicemails oh my God. to get through. I, I don't know if we're going to get to all of them, um, but we have got to make it so that people can call in and talk to us. I want to do a live then we could go from show. What did I say? 11, 13? Something like that. Uh, we could go from 11 to 13 voicemails to like two calls. Two calls. I mean, because you know me. I got a jibber jabber. You do. Actually, you, like you do. Gums. You, on my show, I jibber jabber, mm-hmm. but in real life... I can leave a party faster than you, don't you think? Leave it? Yeah. I can leave a party faster than you. Like if we're at Oh, I have a hard time leaving parties. If we're at a gathering or an event and I give you the like we should probably get going soon. I then it's a good then you are doing another lap. I can be that guy who stays too long. Like I have it in me to be that guy. What what propels that? Just enjoying the company of my mm-hmm. friends. I just don't usually want to leave. Yeah. And go back to my sad, lonely life. Yes, yeah. I, what I hear is that you enjoy the company of anyone other than me. <laughs> Literally and it's anyone. a cry for help. Mm-hmm. That's why I try to, if I eat out, I try to order it to deliver. Because if I go to a restaurant. You're never coming home. You're I'm staying gonna, there for, for breakfast, brunch, lunch, and I'll dinner. chat it up with the people who work there. You know, get their life stories, help out behind the counter. Close well, good up. Good for you. Uh, good for you. A man of the people. Um, I'd like to remind everyone, especially if you're trying to find something to buy for someone who enjoys witty ladies. Doesn't that mean, come on down to the Chuckle Hut. It's witty ladies night. No, that's what it sounded like. It sounded super cheesy. When I'm talking about something that's that has not, never happened, there's never been a witty ladies night. Only witty ladies get in free. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I meant like a. You're right. That sounded like a um. A witty ladies at the Chuckle Hut would be like a show. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I was thinking like ladies night. No, like, but there's nights where where ladies get in free. Sure, but not just just the ladies. plus. What would the test be? Uh. You have to banter with the doorman. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, no. 
um, I want to remind everyone that Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me, my book, has been re-released with new material, new illustrations from Daniel, an updated cover. Please go get that. And if you get that, please leave a review on Amazon so that I can go there and not be like, oh, look, there's like a smattering of review. I need Just more review. part of a review. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's, I mean, look. As you pointed out, when I when I bemoaned the state, you said, honey, mm-hmm. people aren't going to get excited about a book that's been out for five years. And I said, the way you see me and build me up <laughs> makes me feel so good. I'm the wind beneath your wings. You are. Um, you're the wind beneath my wings when I'm trying to just sit on the ground, though. Like, mm-hmm. you're the wind that's... Well, I'm, you're the, I'm the wind beneath your wings and you're an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm a flea of the wind beneath my <laughs> wings, and I'm a flightless fucking bird trying to take a load off, right. and you're blowing me hither and thither oh and yawn, God. thither and yawn. Anyway, yawn please. doesn't get the respect it deserves in the thither you think, and hither and the thither. You know why? Because it's thither and yawn and hither and thither. Right. Thither. Hither, thither, thither. Thither. Hither, thither, and yawn are the three Wise kids men? in my children's book. No. <laughs> God. But thither... Mm-hmm. Is getting a lot of play. Th- yeah, thither. Th- thither is like Which, the the bisexual in a in a in a three person relationship. Oh, see, and I was gonna say that thither is like the person who sold jeans, Levi Strauss, during the gold <laughs> rush, because everyone's all like, "Is that Levi Strauss?" Go ahead, sure, yeah, Levi. I think so. Everyone is all like, "Ooh, we're here for gold. It's flashy. It's fun. That's yeah. what hither is." But secretly, thither for jeans, profiting. yeah, because everyone needs jeans. Yeah, apparently everyone be, needs thither. In the gold rush, you wanted to be the one selling the pickaxes. Well, jeans is how I've always heard of it, but yes, sure. yeah, because you can't you can't pan for gold in a skirt. Do they allow ladies to pan for gold? What were the, what were the slacks uh, and trousers there alternatives? There were not many ladies in the gold rush. Well, certainly there were some. Few. What were they doing? Mostly prostitution. Oh, so Pro- they wouldn't be wearing jeans. No, they would wear dresses and they would work in the um, the houses of ill repute. <laughs> uh, what voice is that? That is my the Wallace um, Shawn. The if there was a woman in a uh, gold camp. A gold it, camp? They called them that? Yeah, like if there was a, you know, because there would be these. Don't gesture with your sorry. microphone, please. <laughs> <laughs> if there was, if a, if, a, if a lady walked through a gold camp, it would be an event. Guys would like wolf come out to watch and... the, watch her walk mm-hmm. down the road. I mean, that's would how rare sight their, that was. The fly in their brand new jeans and begin <laughs> diddling themselves. Exactly. Wait, but okay. So women were whoring around. And I mean, not what, all of and, them. And nursing, like what did what was what was offered to women at the time? Nursing, oh, nursing. Yeah. Oh no, I don't mean babies. I mean being nurses. Probably I'm not sure there were many too, nurses in California in the gold rush. So just men came out, men and whores. Mostly men. Okay. Anyway, though, thither. Let's look it up. Are you saying thither or thither? I always say thither. Is it thither? I don't. I don't really know. Okay, let's look it up. By the way, you weren't on the last episode uh, with Lizzie and Mike Bridenstine where I did iTunes Comments of the Week yeah. and Lizzie read the negative one <gasps> and it was about how 
I'm basic, and they'll just they'll give a show to just about anyone these days. <laughs> when they gave you this show, I was shocked. I was like, I can't I believe they would give you this show. Them, the ones who give out the shows. Yeah, I didn't think they'd mm. choose you. I was like, I there's know. so many other. Uh, I mean, but they did, and yeah. here we are. Well, it lucky. worked because when they were casting for Allison Rosen as your new best friend, mm-hmm. it worked that I was Allison Rosen. So I had that going. You had for the me. advantage of having the name, and then right. A lot of people thought that was unfair. Right. But they didn't write it for me. Question. Because mm-hmm. other, like, Allison, Rosen, there's other names that could work specifically with, you had to have five syllables altogether. Yeah. Sigourney, Weaver. Rufus, Wainwright. Yeah, that's, and that works too. So you need a minimum of four. But like, Daniel, Quants. Well, I still made it. I want to know what name would fit the least. What name would not fit? Give me a name that doesn't fit. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that's good. That's a good, that's in the, that's the leader in the clubhouse. What else wouldn't fit? It doesn't have to be a real name. Oh. Zip, zip, <laughs> Nick Noshmanen. <laughs> Sorry, what's that name? Zip, Nick Noshmanen. It was Zip Zock, I thought. Or was it just Zip? I, you know, I think it's pronounced both ways. Is anyone named Zip? Oh, I bet you there's zips. <laughs> but short for what? Zipney? No, I feel like zip would be a nickname. Oh, for like Montgomery. <laughs> for like Hugh Zip. It's like short for Hugh Zip. <laughs> Hugh Zip? Mm-hmm. It's a old... Family name? Scottish name. Okay. So Thither, and now they are T-H, small i, T-H... That uh sound, the like upside down E and R. Thither. The, well, how do I know it's the the sound versus the th sound? Oh, like instead of the earth. Yeah. I don't know what the phonetical, uh, you know. I would think there'd be some kind of like. Right. Glyph or glish or whatever they call a. a the way that, yeah. A, a, a dinghy. Okay. Um. The meaning of thither is to that place. Is, so, there, is there an audio like pronunciation? I gotta find it. Adverb. To or toward that place or point. That, oh no, I guess adver, adverb makes sense. No, I'm trying to think what what part of speech this is where the show gets Grinds riveting. Grinds to a uh, riveting. Grinds to a riveting. <laughs> I'm trying to think what part of speech I thought thither was. It's not just a noun? I would have thought it was a noun, yeah. Wait, so, oh. If it's an adverb, that would mean he went there thitheringly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it ad- works as an adverb. No, me neither. Um, Okay. Thither pronunciation. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we and go. And here. We go. Here Thither. We go. Do it again. Thither. 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 Sounds like they're saying dither. Thither. Thither. Okay, now you can put it on slow. Thither. Thither. Doesn't it feel like she's like, God, you dumb fuck? Thither. Thither. I said thither. 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 Th- 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 th
Thither. Thither. Oh, boy. All right. What's going on now? Just you wait. Thither. Huh? Thither. Thither? Thither. Thither. No, Thither. I'm sorry. This so, that person guy's doesn't know how to, yeah. That guy can get fucked. <laughs> All right. Well, now don't you want to know what hither means? Hither is just like here. It's like here and there. This isn't hard. Oh, uh, no. Hither. Also an adverb. To or toward this place. I little knew then that such calamity would summon me hither. So hither and thither are synonyms. And then also adjective. Situated on this side. On I, the hither side of the service road. Wait, so it's not here and there? Hither and thither? Well, I thought it was. That's what I always thought. Hitherto. Until like here now. To. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Boy, we're going to need to spend the rest of the show talking about that. So anyway, mm. my book, please. Mm. And then also, I have put together the definitive evolving list of Allison approved shopping links. I love it. We I, have. I love it. My Amazon storefront. Within the storefront, there is the Podcast Pals product picks. We've got the list of Podcast Pals product picks, and it's got like 46 the items, stuff that if not people more. recommend. So good. I, I love it because these are like genuine things yeah. that they like. And then also, we have cu- another a curated storefront of like skincare and makeup and gifts and beauty you're so basic with this they give anyone a show these days and then also i have like a curated list of stores i mean have i said curated enough because i could just say it more times than that and it's on patreon patreon.com you can like follow you can follow me on patreon patreon Patreon. even if you're not a, a subscriber it's this new feature that patreon has rolled out that i don't really love but you can still do it if you're thinking of doing it though please still do it um, so you can be a member of my community and not and not support me. But if you want to do that, there's a way to support me. Click through these links. Por favor. Thank you. Merci. You never claim to not be basic. So I don't know why that's an insult. Did you? Have you ever? Yeah. Allison your- Rosen, she's not basic is like what I often say. Have I stated my position on basicness? I don't know if you have, but I feel like... No, I'm, a- I'm saying, is that what you're asking me? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall. Like okay, so you're basic. You know who else is basic? Um, Jennifer Aniston? Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Good, Only good one. the biggest star in the whole fucking world. People compare she and I. There's similarities there. Um, Let's talk about the fact that we went out... You're, no. bo- you're both with uh, beefcakes. Yeah, how's that? Let's check in. On your quest to be, what is it? So hunky people want to be no, just your so friend? Just han- so handsome people w- want to be my friend just because- But for looking at you. F- because I'm ha- so handsome. I do think you're getting more and more muscly. It's you're, cheaper you're Mr. Than a, Muscles. It's cheaper than a sports car. Oh, this is your midlife crisis? Uh, yeah, I just felt like, you know, a couple years ago, it was like, my bones would hurt when I would wake up in the morning. Mm, your bones would hurt. Yeah, like I would have like my body ached. Mm. I'm like, this is, no, I'm not ready to be old. And so I started jogging and felt better. And then, um, I don't know, over the summer, I'm like, I'm going to lift weights again. And 
um, just so that I could feel better. Meanwhile, I am just a sack of shit. Well, I am a. I, I, my body is. You're a beautiful sack of shit. Decaying. Do you want to hear something like gnarly and gross? Yes. And shocking that normally I would save for Greg Fitzsimmons, but I guess I just feel close. I don't enough know. To share. I really don't know if I if I do want to hear it. I don't know if you do either. Mm. The answer is probably no. I so probably should don't. we just move on? Yeah. That feels unsatisfactory. It's you know life is <laughs> full of things that are frustrating and unsatisfactory. You know, if you think about it. You really this this that's your producer's instinct to have me move. Oh, I'm on. not thinking as a producer. I'm thinking as someone who doesn't want to lose that feeling that my wife is a beautiful, cherished creature who must be put on a pedestal. Fine. You're gonna tell me something about pooping. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I feel like it's a ladylike thing. Ladylike pooping. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. No, I know, maybe I shouldn't tell you. No, the audience is going crazy. Listen to them. You hear them? Pounding on their steering wheel. Do you know what a rectocele is? Okay, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh. <laughs> well, for anyone who's listening, I don't know that I have that. I just think I might. I know. What are you thinking of? Like some growth out of my butt or something? You're talking about like not being able to poop? Well, like, it... You have like a... I'm, I am, yeah, but that's not what rec. Oh no, I don't mean like a seal on my rectum. Like you're, it's like sealed, like sealed <laughs> shut. Like it's <laughs> no, it sounds like that. Uh, a rectocele. So you can have a cystocele, which or a rectocele. It's like a, it's a prolapse from oftentimes oh, from, from carrying. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. Like, yeah. So yeah, that's if, pretty common. It's either the front or the rear. Yeah. <laughs> If that's where um, liquor and poker are. But, you know, I was thinking about this liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Why couldn't poker also be in front and liquor could be in the back? <laughs> poker in the front and yeah, there could be, poker liquor, in the re- and be you could liquor in the rear too. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, whatever, it feels whatever, very, whatever you like. It's so heteronormative. No, it's yeah. actually not. It's actually not. I don't know. Poker in the rear. Well, doggy style. Anyway, there's a lot going on here. Okay, so <laughs> but that's not what that means. Um, yeah, I. well, anyway, I, I feel like conceivably there's a rect Okay, happening. all right, all right. We're talking about your storefront. Right. So sometimes <laughs> in order to poop, I got to stick a finger in my storefront and push. Uh, uh. There's a reason I don't listen to Childish. <laughs> well, I've brought a little bit of that here. Yeah. So um, how was that for you? Unpleasant. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be, was it? No. Is that true? No, it's fine. <sighs> <laughs> you know, if I'm being honest. <laughs> you want to die? No, it's just... I I reached a point long ago and this only, it just keeps me there. It doesn't get me lower. Oh, okay. So What is that point? I just see you as a big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. <laughs> no, it, it look, you can't be in a relationship uh 
for a certain amount of time and not be confronted with the essential humanity of the person you're with. It sucks, but that's how it goes. Well, I'm sorry it's so hard for you. It's only it only gets worse as you get older and bodies fall apart. I mean, look, I'm probably going to have a hysterectomy like Honey, this truth, year and I'll truth, just have them I've seen you s- fix this I've situation. seen you deliver two babies. It's yeah, fine. Thank you. I'm I'm just playing it up. I appreciate that. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I have some notes. We we have so many calls to get to, but I have some notes here. And I jotted down open letter. I know you have not prepared an open letter, but <laughs> you but you were gonna potentially write an Dude, open letter, was, but to whom? To the Christmas lights industry. Oh, so that ties in with the other thing I wrote down, lights. And then just to reveal everything, the third thing I wrote down is Daniel over tips. Because I jotted that down on my phone, but I don't know what was it related to. Was that based on to. something I had said, or uh, was probably. it just something you noticed? No, I don't think it was anything I noticed. If it was just straight up you over-tipping, I wouldn't think that's interesting to talk about. There was some story that I thought was amusing God. that we should talk about on the show. I wish I remembered. Yeah, me too. Oh, was this The Carolers? This oh, yeah. The Carolers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, well, that ties into what I was going to share earlier, which is... We went out to dinner as a family at Tam O'Shanter, which we love. Unfortunately, we had outdoor seating and it's very cold. But then this week, I went and saw Jackie Johnson's one-woman show, How to Get a Second Husband, and tickets were only available for the later show at 9.30 p.m. And I sat next to Tony and Floney. Uh, Floney is sat, the couple name. Yeah, I sat next to Floney. But I just look at me going out, living it up. Being a social creature. You've been doing a lot of things. I've been allowing you to do a lot of things. Thank you. Having a lot of fun while I sit and rot. I know. I'm sorry I about just that. rot. But, and yet, based on the stories you've already told, my body is the one in a rotting condition and you're like, missed, you're, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger as your new best friend. Um, so anyway, yes. So the story, what? I'm not sure that's why I jotted it down, but the story's funny anyway. Oh, you think it might be a different thing? I think it might have been in there longer, but let's hear the story. Just uh, <laughs> at Tam O'Shanter's, they have carolers who come by to each table. And it's during lovely, the holidays. And it's yeah. lovely. And they came by our table. And I noticed a lot of tables don't tip. You know, I think the first time I went there, I didn't tip. I don't know when I got cued into this, like, we should be tipping thing. Yeah. And so... um, They always act very gracious. They don't seem to expect it. No, I think that's... They don't. Unlike the whores during the gold rush. Yeah. Uh, And I had pre... I, I, I realized I hadn't pulled the, the, the money out. You know, if I'm going to be... If I know I'm going to be tipping... I'll sometimes try to pull the bills out and put it in my pocket so it's easy, you know, so I'm not like fumbling with my wallet. Right. It's funny how we all feel embarrassed during that, like digging around for the tip thing. It's supposed to be well, like because seamless. it creates time where they're waiting. Yeah. You know, and they're like, uh, give me money, please. Yeah. Um, so I had, while I was like trying to be all like covert while they were singing, and I was looking at my wallet, and on the one the way the bills were ordered, I had a twenties on one side and fives on the other. I was mm-hmm. going to tip them five dollars, and so uh, I, when they were done, I felt the side that the fives were on. I pulled the bill out and I handed it, but it was a twenty, mm-hmm. and so I'd given it, and she was like, "Oh," and <laughs> and I was like, "I am not giving them a fucking twenty, <laughs> And so I was like, "Oh, sorry," and I pulled it back, and then I gave her a five, and like. 
it was awkward. Although I feel like she probably was fine. Well, Dad, she was crying about it. Yeah. They took it personally. But but it was like, it's like. I didn't know that she had reacted like, oh, when you put the. It was was very quick. Hmm. So that was a great story, as everyone obviously knows. I wish I knew what the real story was. And then what's going on with the lights? I mean, I think what happened is, you know, with these Christmas lights, they make it so that they're all in in a line. So if one light goes out, the whole fucking chain goes out. Mm. And that's fine. If you have your lights unstrung on the floor, you could just like, there's ways you could determine which light it is that went out. Uh, the problem is we have a pre-strung Christmas tree where they're all clamped, they're all clipped. All the lights are clipped to the branches with these really like hard to remove clips. You mm-hmm. you literally have to get like wire cutters to bust them out, and so it gets really hard to figure out which one is out. And then on top of that, multiple lights on the string are out. So even if you find and replace the one that's out, it's not going to make the the strand go. It's so it's nearly impossible. To, unless you just took all the lights off, replaced them all, and put them back on. Except the problem with that is finding them all. Because again, they're all in the branches and the tree is up. It's just a fucking nightmare. Uh, and then our fu- the, the lights I had for the front of the house went out and those were LEDs and I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then I couldn't find lights that were the right length. And it's just been... <clears throat> The gist of my letter to the fucking Christmas lights industry is, um, I hope you're having a, f- a fucking shitty holiday. Fuck you all. You are basically Hitler. Oh, my gosh. But it was going to be funnier. And yeah. And it was going to, full of wit, and it was probably and, going to delight and Well, now are we enchant. not going to hear it? Are we never going to hear it? Well, because, I didn't write it. But no, if but I, I mean, if you, are you never going to write it now? Yeah, I'm not going to write it. Because I brought it up. I'm not feeling as in the feeling right now because what I did is I just bought some new fucking lights for the house. The the tree situation, our tree... Many days have been lost. Oh my God. I put up a Instagram post about how I'm a Christmas tree. I have not ever widow. once successfully found the light that was out, replaced it, and had the string light up. I do not know why I am cursed. Uh, I probably like accidentally ran into the back of some old you know uh baba yaga woman at the fucking grocery store or something and she cursed me to never have christmas lights that work our fucking tree from the outside is a disaster like in the window it's supposed to be lit up and look delightful and everyone's jealous of of how what a wonderful life we have and feels bad about themselves that's what you want right and instead they look at our window they see uh, the top part of the tree is lit up and then like a middle part sort of is lit up and then the bottom is kind of lit up and they feel better about themselves. Oh, that's the opposite. That's not, that's not the reason for the season. <sighs> Here, I have a song that you inspired me to play, but okay. I don't... And now, ladies and gentlemen, a little light spiritual called Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. If this could be following me around, just generally 
You know how Trump now, when he gives speeches, at the end of his speech, he'll do like a sound track that starts playing? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. What is it? It's just like inspirational music will start to, underneath what he's saying, like dramatic music. Uh-huh. Th- I want this playing behind Yes, me. I like it. Now, I actually wanted to play it. Is there going to be actual singing? Let's see. Or just... Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. I wanted to play it while you were talking, but then I was worried that it would be like the intro that we heard. Yeah. And that would just not, it wouldn't be seamless. Like I've done it now. You just lay this under any time I tell a story. (laughs) Yes. Tony, get on that. Remember when I was listening to Louis Armstrong nonstop? I love Louis Armstrong. Yeah, so my dad loved him. Sometimes uh, I'm up. Okay, we can. It's a little distracting. Sometimes I'm down. That's enough Louis Armstrong. Stick a mute in it. Jesus Christ. Um, we get it. Yeah, I was listening to him a lot after my dad died in honor of my dad. And then I, it's weird how like that period has now passed. It's weird how time time is like going quickly. I feel like it's weird time. It's I was my just deep thinking thought. how the boys are now halfway through the year almost. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I've been volunteering on Thursdays in Elliot's class, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't realize how aimless and purposeless and meaningless my life had become. I sound like someone who like, got clean or found religion, don't I? Others had. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Like oh. I went this past Thursday, and they've been having this outside art program come in, you know, because... Uh, everyone in Burbank voted against that bill to like have arts in schools. So I don't know who this group is that comes in and does art. The PTA pays for it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, and so this woman was there the last two times I was there, and this was supposed to be the last time. Uh, but she wasn't there because she's sick or something. So they didn't have that project, and I forget exactly what they were doing, but the teacher asked me to hang these drawings they did to tape them up on the wall. Mm-hmm. That was the other time I cut paper. Like I couldn't be doing more really basic tasks. And yet it gives me a sense of purpose. So you I know, should become a docent. You know, those. Uh, there's one on Magnolia uh, where there's this, you know, you go, you can drink wine and do a painting. Oh, yeah. And and I love how they hang the paintings people have done. Mm-hmm. They're so fucking terrible because everyone who does it is terrible. But uh, obviously, it's a lot of... F- there's something about... That I think I think adults should be encouraged... To play with... Do stuff with their hands. To basically do kindergarten. Yeah. Like, the way kids just do crafts mm-hmm. and they'll be cutting out a turkey that's in the shape of their hand and gluing cotton balls to it or whatever the fuck it's like uh we don't i think adults don't do enough of that Mm -hmm. and it's so therapeutic it really is and then also i dropped a thing of sequins and then also i um so this kid had done this artwork and there was a candy cane glued to it and i dropped that and then it like the end broke off and i was like i am a monster you're very clumsy but I don't hold things firmly. Why is that? Like, I just like, it's like I want to just glide through life without touching anything except yeah. people's souls. You have a light touch. I guess I do, but 
I don't understand. I felt so bad too because I fucking broke this kid's artwork. However, he didn't notice. And it, thank God, it was just the tip, just the tip of the candy cane. So I don't think any, I don't think he would notice. But I was like, with these loose hands, I could have totally destroyed this person's art. Like I, this is why I felt like when I, and I wrote about this in my Substack newsletter, go to allisonslengths.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Um, When I was doing the paper cutter, so this is like one of those, I think they're called like paper guillotines. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Does anyone say guillotine? I guess it's always guillotine. Guillotine sounds Frenchy, like when I say croissant. Um, I know everyone hates when I say it that way. I think I'm going to stop. But, uh, but guillotine sounds Just, like yeah, tortilla. Yeah. Would you like me to get to the point? Yeah. I won't. <laughs> I can see that you want me to and I won't. Tequila. That's how Tequila. Lisa Barlow would say it. No, it's guillotine. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, you know, the, with the big slicing arm, yeah. which I've never in my life been allowed to use because last time I was around it, I was a child. Oh. So now they let me, they not only let me, they wanted me to wow. use it to cut things for the classroom. And the whole time I was there, I was I love just those like, things. really? Oh, yeah. You monster. I'll say it again. The whole time I was, there, I was just like, don't, don't test it on your finger. Don't see how easy it would be oh, to chop you, Don't touch the blade. Don't touch the blade. Thoughts. Don't touch the blade. And then, yeah. And I was really afraid that I was going to. So this one, is why I shouldn't be let loose in this environment. There was a uh, what network? What network did um, rehab? Uh, not rehab. Uh, celebrity print. Celebrity. No, no, okay. no. Uh, intervention. Was it life? A and E. I think. I don't know. They had another Maybe show where it was about people with um, like phobias and stuff like. I forget what that was and. One thing I learned there, someone there was a person who had these compulsive thoughts where they were going to do violent things, and it was ter- mm. it was scary to them because they were like thinking about stabbing people or whatever. And the therapist said, "The you're having those thoughts so that you won't do it. Like you have the thought, but you're not actually compelled to do it. Right? It's like." It scares you because you have the thought and it seems vivid in your Mm -hmm. mind. Oh, I'm going to jump off this bridge. But you're scared of it because you're resistant. You resist it. The thing to fear would be is if it was like enticing. Right. I also read a long time ago that those kind of thoughts can pop into your head if you haven't had enough sleep because it was very early in the morning and I was sewing something. Two things that I don't normally do. Get up early in the morning and sew. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, what if I just jab these needles in my fingers? Right. And did you? No. Right. No, I've never any. The only things I've ever done where I'm like, I can't believe I lost control of my body like that are drop this kid's artwork and drop the sequence. And dr- I drop stuff a lot. I'm cl- I am clumsy. Right. But no, I've never been like, I hope I don't say this completely, re- you know, uh, disruptive thing in a while well, I'm sitting in the audience at a musical and then had that happen. It never happens. Right. Um, but it doesn't happen because I'm telling myself not to over and over and over and over. Yeah, and you over. feel, you feel a, a, a resistance. There's a, there's a feeling against that goes against it. But I wonder if I wasn't constantly reminding myself not to put my finger on the blade, if I would actually do it. I don't, well, I don't think I would. Isn't it funny? I'm like, I can't be sure, certain I would. Have you ever like had a thought about doing something that would hurt or whatever and then done it? 
Um, like, have you ever acted on that impulse? Only like, and I've shared before that thing of like thinking of just something like, what would happen if you cut your finger off? And then like, now I have to Google it. Just that kind of stuff. But yeah, not actually, no, I don't think I have. Right. So you're fine. You're normal. Don't you call me that. I'm basic. Should yeah. we listen to a voicemail? Sure. Let's do that. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Missy. I am calling from northern Colorado in the middle of a snow globe storm. And I just wanted to tell you that my holiday was terrible and the food was something that could have come from a nursing home cafeteria. But on the bright side, I ordered Daniel's pillow and I'm very excited for it to arrive on Monday. Again, this is Missy from Northern Colorado. Take care. Bye. Oh, I think she almost said what city she's in. And it might be where my brother lives. Yeah, it's beautiful there. If she is in north in full, in full north, in full. northern Colorado. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Thank you it, for calling, Missy. I love the name it, sandwich. It's such a weird thing to like recommend something because I'm like, oh, I hope. I mean, I genuinely love it. Kind of and I think it's great, but it's like, what if she hates it? But yeah, I don't know. All right, um, now we have an update from Missy. Oh, okay. Hi, Daniel and Allison. This is Missy from Colorado following up with you. Uh, First off, Allison, I'm very sorry to hear about your mom's dog. Okay, let me say, my mom's dog is, Toby is still with us. When we last recorded, it seemed like he might be winding down his life. Um, Buying a ticket on the Rainbow Bridge. Sure. It, it, he was not doing well. So we thought he might expire while we were recording. And now fast forward to a couple weeks later. And again, has it, it been does, a couple weeks already? I think so. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And yet again today. Now, here's the thing. It's not like every day. I have, no. He's been okay. But then today my mom said, I think it might be today. So but then she just texted me and said he's eating. He's he's 16. He's very he's, old. Yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting. I don't know how much she's thinking of euthanizing versus kind of just letting him die naturally. And because I, I don't think, I think if she thought he was suffering, it's, then it, she that's would. A, that's a hard call if there's it not really a, is. an immediate need to do it because... It's such a mind f. But to, I do to, think that he euthanize your dog. I think that right now she is feeling like the behavior, what she's noticing in him, like he's clearly not. He's clearly taking a downturn. Like he is sort of. He could die any time. I don't they know. Don't have it's like really, hospice for dogs? Do they? No, not really. It's really. It's interesting the way that we euthanize pets which is seen as a it's a gift we give them the gift of you know euthanasia means good death yeah. in chinese and um and yet we don't do that with people although there's a movement to do that with people too euthanize them yeah well i mean to allow them to decide oh yeah i, I guess that's really that. not the same that's different but i i do believe people should be able to to choose yeah 
I don't know. You know, we, Daniel and I had, we've talked about it before and I won't go into it too much because what a bummer. Daniel and I had a horrendous experience with Oliver. I mean, this is, but I think that there is a, you know, I think that, that putting your pet to sleep can be a peaceful, like positive, this really is, sad, but positive. Thing. Uh, to anyone who's like, what, why are they talking about it? It's the Christmas. It's almost <laughs> Christmas. I mean, <laughs> you know, of course anyway. we're going to talk about euthanizing pets. <laughs> Um, well, okay. Toby's still here for now. It going along with your first holiday without your dad and his birthday and everything. That's a lot. And I'm really... We euthanized my dad. It was traumatic. Yeah, but we gave him a steak the night before and ice cream. You held him in your lap. We took him to see all his favorite places. Yes, we did. Um, you let him pee outside for the last time. Someone came to the house. Yeah. And uh, no, we, we did not. Sorry. So my holiday was terrible just because my older brother is just... We wanted a little more detail. So this is the detail. And there's a pillow update. Don't you worry. <gasps> a right-wing nut job. And he sees the ugliest words. And it's just hard to be around. I always look there feeling really creepy. And the food was terrible just because I think that the only <laughs> spice or seasoning that my family is acquainted with is salt. So everything just tastes like that. Enough complaining. Daniel, the pillow is a revelation. Ah. I absolutely love it. I've spent my entire adult life in search of my pillow personality, and I finally found it. Thank you. Oh, I love it. Also, Allison, I have your book on my wish list for Christmas. So here's hoping that Santa comes through. I hope you guys are having a good day. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Missy. Thanks, Missy. It's occurring to me that we must have played her first message already. We may have. I um I'm so relieved to hear. I know. You were you were taking it like, on. Legit. Um we should call the company and see get if we can code. get a, see if they can't give us a little sponsor money for God's yeah. sake. Or, or even a code for them. Well it's, yeah, it's not about discount, us, it's about them. Discount. Oh, I was thinking about me. I do think about me a lot. Yeah. Um someone has to. Well, it was on sale for Black Friday. How much is this pillow? Uh, I think it, well, you know, it depends on the size. the The king size, I think, is like maybe around a hundred. But it was on sale for like. It's so heavy. Bucks. What is the fill? The fill is, it's like bricks. <laughs> it's steel wool. I don't. It, it, it's like a cotton. It's something wood. It's like their own thing. It's something between, you know how. The, would you like agree my, that it's like a shockingly like, answer the question? Would you agree that it's a shock? <laughs> this is my Tony play the drop. Well, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. Would you agree that it's a shockingly heavy pillow? It's like heavy. if you had a pillow fight, <laughs> Tony played again. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. If you had a pillow fight with that pillow, you would kill someone. Your turn. Well, a down pillow would be heavy, right? No. Yeah, like a like a goose down pillow. Those things are heavy. Like if they're full, if they're full of a, if it's got an entire goose in it, yeah. But I just think if it's just don't they down, always? That's why they always smell because they start to rot. <laughs> uh, if you lay on the beak, it's quite uncomfortable. Um, no, they're not heavy. They're light. Oh, I think of down pillows as being fairly dense. Which is heavier, two pounds okay, of down right. or two pounds of cotton? Um. So anyway, the filling of this pillow is not like that my pillow is 
your, that you, memory your, foam. Oh, the actual the, the, the yeah. mind pillow, as they say. Do they <laughs> say that? Like, mind pillow. Yeah, like, M-E-I-N, I get it. It's like it's like cut up uh, Tempur-Pedic, you know, memory foam. Right. Which to me, this is like too fucking hot for my head and is very firm, actually. Mm. Uh, and then a cotton pillow just, it deflates after a while, becomes a flat fucking lump. Mm. What they have is the idea of the my my pillow where it's chopped up, mm-hmm. but it's like almost like a downy kind of like cotton. Mm. It's something between. And the brilliant thing about the pillow is that they provide. So you, they send it to you, and you get a packet of more filling. Mm. And the idea is that it allows you to determine, like you can take stuffing out if it's too firm. Or you can add stuffing if you want it to be more firm. So you can basically dial the pillow in to whatever your preference is. It's so smart. And you have that extra. If you, For me, I have all this extra so that if it does deflate in time, I can always just add more later. It's fucking, why haven't people thought? It's like with the goddamn Christmas lights. You know that people, you know there's a technology that this would allow people theory. to know which light went out. Like, you know, there's some way, if I knew more about electrical shit, that like a little fucking color or a, a you know thing goes yeah. off and you know, oh, this is the one that's out, boom. Uh, they don't do that because people get fed up and they just buy more fucking lights. They don't make a string of, they could make a string of lights that's gonna last you forever, but then you're not gonna buy a new one every year. And it's the same thing with pillows. This this pillow is going to last a while. So listen, guys, <clears throat> it's on Daniel's Favorite Things 2023. And the way you get, I've posted it in a number of places, but if you go to my link tree and you can get to that, just go to Allison's Links, A-L-I-S-O-N-S-L-I-N-K-S.com. The weird thing is that it seems to take me a couple times of typing it in to pull it up. I don't know if it's because it's a fresh website. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, the third thing down is Daniel's favorite things, 2023. So just click that. Click it. Go get your pillow. Let's do another call. Let's do it. Hi, Allison Daniel. This is Nick from San Jose. I'm doing fine. I'm a supervisor at work, and two of the other supervisors are treating it like this is Game of Thrones or something. Did we already listen to this one also? I don't know. Does it sound familiar? I don't know. Well, out of respect, you should to Nick, probably keep track. I can't. I can't be expected. <laughs> out of respect to Nick from San Jose, we're gonna listen to the rest of this one. But that's not that's not respectful to the audience that might have already heard it. It's just really getting on my nerves. We work in a warehouse, and no one cares if you're the top supervisor, Ida. You're still going home to your 59 year old husband's wrinkled old balls. My favorite holiday dessert isn't really a dessert, but man, I love toffee. I wish mm-hmm. Americans liked it more so I could get outside of a Heath bar or an Almond Roca. Well, I really like Almond Roca, too, come to think of it. I haven't had that in a while, and holidays are coming up. Anyway, this is Nick from San Jose, and I'm going to go read a book about uh, tropical attire being required or something <laughs> like that before going to bed. So, happy holidays. Bye. Oh, my God. Trader- Does he expect us to buy Almond Roca for him? Because I don't know. But- listen to the way he said that are being required or something oops let me go back a little further i feel like he's dropping a hint that he wants us to buy it for him how presumptuous anyway this is Nick like and i'm gonna go read a book well god damn it. Hey, oh, oh. 
think Americans liked it more so I could get outside of a Heath bar or an almond roca. Oh, I really like almond roca too, come to think of it. I haven't had that in a while and holidays are coming up. See? Anyway, this is Nick. <laughs> um, it was worth it. Now listen. Almond roca is delicious. I don't know if they still do, but Trader Joe's used to sell an English toffee, toffee cake that was fucking oh. amazing. It was so good. Um, so if they still have that, I would say get it. Snapchat. But you know how it is with uh, Pirate Jones. <laughs> um, That's what Elliot called Trader Joe's. They shit comes and goes. You know, you don't don't get attached to anything there. No, that is uh, a meditation on impermanence. Tell them about the puzzle situation. Oh, my dad sent the boys this advent calendar with these little puzzles every day and the puzzle pieces are very like jigsaw little. puzzles yeah jigsaw tiny puzzles. and so um they were spread out all over the coffee table all mixed up so each day you'd, you you want to keep each day separate but they don't Who's and they? The, the boys and so i was like determined to just like figure out like put them together so i could figure out which was which and then and so i was like putting them together oh and would come along but let's talk about the level of obsession you sat there for like two hours doing oh, I started it and you couldn't to do get it. up i started to do it like oh this will be fun <laughs> and then um and then about 15 minutes into it it became like an obsession and then i couldn't stop and then after an hour i'm like help me <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so you're you can't you're you're stuck in puzzlevania uh. Anyway, what? I, I lost How Owen? It. Then Owen came over. Oh, so I'm I'm like, uh, I have I have two done, and I'm working on the third one, and Owen saddles up to the first one and just starts disassembling it, <laughs> <laughs> and then disassembling the second one, and it was like all this work, and it's just like now, you know, a mess, and whatever thoughts I had of having this nice order and these finished puzzles that was just gone. And I told Allison that uh, it's like those Buddhists, who, you know, the monks who do the sand art, you know, it's a, it's a meditation on impermanence. You know, it, it gets undone as I do it. And, you know, I would like to think that I have that in mind, except instead I was uh, distraught. <laughs> it was so cute though because you were sitting there and you had on a black long sleeve shirt and you were like hunched over the table and then Owen came over and he had on a black long sleeve shirt. It was his pajamas, oh, but and then realize. he and you guys already look alike and so it was like two little Daniels, well, the Daniel of creation and the Daniel of destruction. It, you know what it's like? It's mm -hmm. like old man New Year and baby New Year. Yes, exactly. Okay, I, I'd like to apologize for anyone who already heard some of those. We're, these are the fresh ones. Hey, this is Vince from Burbank calling in to let you know that things are going all right, Allison and Daniel. I'm assuming you're there, too. I'm pretty ahead of the curve and ready for the holidays and Christmas. I love going to the holiday parties and doing all the social stuff. That's been fun. And best and worst ice cream flavor. The worst easily is anything from salt and straw because they try and put, like, real ingredients like <laughs> lavender in ice cream and try and make it, like, healthy and organic and I'm that stuff is always terrible to me. Pistachio ice cream, also terrible. Mm. Best ice cream I go back to again and again is just cookie dough ice cream. There's something about it that just tickles my tummy just right. 
<laughs> I appreciate everything you guys do. Thank you for still making episodes and keeping up with us. And happy holidays to you and the little kids, too. This is, once again, Vince, your your neighbor in Burbank, Allison. Happy holidays. Hi, neighbor. Thanks, Vince. What does that mean, still making episodes? Like, despite the fact that no one wants this anymore. I think there's people who stop making their podcasts, you know? Like oh. Some people, they, they just hang up the, the cans. I have been it doing it forever. It's been a while. Um, yeah. I have to agree on Salt and Straw. I want to love Salt and Straw because I love the idea of Salt and Straw. The idea being, what if we put blue cheese in ice cream? Just... Yeah, artisanal ice creams. I'm into it, you mm-hmm. know. And 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 they're doing they're doing new stuff. Did something yeah. just happen technically? I thought I heard like a little pop. Did you hear that too? Yeah. Um, but uh, I gotta say, like goat cheese. I don't want goat mm-hmm. cheese in no, my ice cream. Greek salad is not a good ice cream flavor. Yeah. Um, there are better places. I'm sorry, Salt and Straw. They are. Uh, I I like Jenny's is my current number one but there's some other place i haven't tried and there's a really good place over on burbank boulevard sliders that, that i like too uh cookie dough yeah great what there's another thing oh he said that i wanted to i don't know being social holiday parties we don't have a lot of holiday parties in our lives anymore Mm-mm. there's a time in my life where it was like this is the There's season. one on Christmas, like a, a Christmas evening party I that I wish we'd go to, where we're probably going to be down in Orange County, alas. Um, you know, I, we bought some cookie dough ice cream recently, and it is quite good, but I- Not as good as other cookie dough ice creams. As if it wasn't an off-brand from Aldi because we're trying to save grocery money. Right. Uh, I mean, you maybe. can't beat, as far as cookie dough ice cream goes, okay. that particular, you, you can't beat Ben & Jerry's. Ben Jerry's cookie dough ice cream is like what the best version of flavor dough. would you say the ice cream is in the cookie dough ice cream? Oh, because I have thoughts. I mean, my first instinct is to say it's vanilla, but I bet it's maybe a, a brown sugar forward vanilla. It's actually just cookie dough flavor i don't know in ben and jerry's but well, in that the one be, we that, bought it's cookie dough flavor similar to my whole butter pecan issue which is what kicked off the cookie whole dough thing. flavor i think is, is vanilla with brown sugar yeah i think it's the brown sugar that you would taste well i don't know the but ma- that just, mapley that mapley flavor i have a note for the ice cream purveyors of this world more <laughs> it's because i'm a basic bitch more vanilla less Make the ice cream vanilla and then put your dingle berries in it, <laughs> depending on how you like to make ice cream. Um, you know, like vanilla with cookie dough chunks and chocolate, fine. I don't need the ice cream itself to be cookie dough flavored. Caramel candied nuts in your vanilla, then you got a praline pecan. If you're going to make the ice cream itself butter pecan flavor, then you have butter pecan. And now we have a problem. You want to know where I'm at? I would love to know. I'm at the point in my life where I. I think I really love peanut butter ice cream. Where do you even get that? I believe Jenny's has a version of it that's really good. Oh my God. And then there's this espresso ice cream that they have at uh, Dantana's that I've never been able to find again. And it is so fucking good. How's it different than coffee? It's uh, got like gra- coffee grounds mix. It's like a, it's like a charcoal. You're not selling it. It's almost a charcoal colored ice cream. No. 
So fucking good. With though. ice cream, with, with coffee grounds in it. Yeah, it's so fine, though. It's like very finely ground. So fine. So fine. <laughs> hi, Allison. This is Raquel. I'm calling. Oh, Daniel, hi. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Burn. It's I'm calling right. to tell you the best ice cream flavor is the Safeway Select brand Moose Track. Yes. Original Moose Track with brownie bites. Okay. You, those are the, that's the best one. Okay. Thanks uh, again. This is Raquel. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Raquel. I what don't know makes about it... brownie bites? I'll have to try that. But what the... makes something moose tracks? It's got the little like chocolate nuggets and the, oh, and the ribbon like little, of chocolate like moose poop. And then the ribbon. There, I've had. I haven't had that one. Their mint flavor moose tracks. I was addicted to that for a little bit. Who invented moose tracks in ice cream? Because I feel like. I don't know. So there's like lots of different moose tracks just refers to those little chocolate balls in there. I guess the only version of moose tracks I've ever had is that like like a Safeway version of it. Maybe Safeway invented it. Maybe. Hmm. Hey, Allison, this is Vanessa in Tucson. Um, Things are going pretty great over here. Uh, Wednesday was my grandmother's 102nd birthday. She died in 96, but I spent an hour on the phone with someone who she worked with shortly before she died, and it was just so heartwarming and great connecting with someone. Um, I was 15 when she died, and I really wish I could have connected with her on an adult level, and I'm kind of able to do that through through her friend now, and it was just, it was an amazing thing to do, especially on her birthday. Um, also, my favorite ice cream is uh, probably coffee, and I don't know what my least favorite would be. Strawberry? I'm weird. Thanks again. This is Vanessa in Tucson. Bye. That was a bit of a roller coaster ride because you were thinking her grandmother, like they had a birthday party for her 100 and second. Did you say but, 120? I almost did. But, um, but yes. That's sweet. That's a sweet story, though. Yeah, it's sweet and it's sad, and I'm so glad you're able to connect with her friend. Um, I have connected with my aunt, who my dad was on and off again close with. Connected is we've we've emailed, but I feel like it's connection. the beginning. Yeah, it's the because like got all my I got all these questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird. You find these little like little tiny windows that open up after someone dies where it's like, and it like feels like you can still connect with them in a way like, right. Oh, it you know, this like these tiny little like finality, but like a tiny little thing. Oh, maybe that pop we heard was a tiny little window. Every opening. person to use a metaphor I heard from someone somewhere mm. is like a gem mm-hmm. with all the different facets, right? Mm-hmm. Cut. And we get to experience one, maybe two of those facets. That is to see them from a point of view that you're seeing. You experience your father from the point of view of the daughter. And not even a daughter. Specifically, your experience of him is different Mm -hmm. than your sister's. Right. And then you grow older. Maybe you see him now a little bit differently. But it's such like a small part of who that person is. And so when you lose somebody and then you meet someone who knew them in a different way maybe at a different time of their life or from a they had a different relationship because he was different with that person then you get a fuller picture of who they were it fills it in for you right it's very valuable 
to to talk to those people. I also want to say I totally get that, like wishing you could connect with the person as an adult. Even just since, I mean, obviously I connected with my dad as an adult, but even just since October 7th, I would like to talk to him about, you know, what's going on in the world. I'd be so and, interested to hear yeah, his perspective. But uh, motherfucker just up and died. So I guess what's not going to happen. Was, Thank you, Vanessa. Wasn't very considerate of It him. was a little bit selfish. Yeah, a little bit. Hi, Allison and Daniel. It's Jessica. I'm calling you from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I just saw your Instagram prompt and thought I'd call in. I'm a long-time listener. Um, but the question was best uh, ice cream flavor. And I'm an old lady and like butter pecan. Actually, anything with, like, pecans in it is perfect um worst chocolate yep i guess i am not a chocolate person neither am i but yeah i just wanted to call and give my two cents um i hope y'all are great love you guys again jessica from fort worth texas bye jessica have you tried praline pecan chocolate ice cream used to be my favorite when i was a kid and now as an adult it's not chocolatey enough. Mm. It's kind of like you, you, you now you can get a good chocolate ice cream at you know somewhere where they're more of an artisanal ice cream place. Je- Jenny's maybe. Yeah, I didn't and wanna, you fucking I didn't love know. her. But like that's because they they really make it chocolatey mm. and they really but somewhere you know store bought chocolate ice cream generally it's just not enough. You know what? Chocolate. Is it not as sweet as vanilla? I don't know, but I'd really, I'd rather have a vanilla because it tastes like vanilla. Mm-hmm. The chocolate ice cream is n- neither hither nor thither. Or yawn. Oh, we didn't look Especially up yawn. Not yawn. It's, yeah, it's the least of the yawns. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Ashley from Massachusetts, South Shore of Massachusetts, you know, south of Boston, north of the Cape. Um, first of all, I just want to say that Allison, um, I DM'd you about my dad passing away as well. It's been three years for me, but uh, listening to that Ben Glebe episode and just listening to the Sarah Colonna episode you just had, it's so helpful to hear other people talk about it and know that we're all going through it. And grief is just tough. It's just tough. And, and I don't know. I mean, I'm still three years later, still going through it and having my moments. And I don't know if that will ever go away, but that's okay. And everybody's allowed to grieve however they want to grieve. Um, and so ice cream flavors, my favorite ice cream flavor is probably coffee. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite flavor is probably mint chocolate chip. I know that's probably very controversial, but I don't like mint and chocolate together. Um, that would be an oh, please for me. Um, and really for the coffee ice cream, I love a coffee frap, which I think is only a Massachusetts thing. Um, it might be just called a milkshake everywhere else, but for some reason in Massachusetts, we call it a frap. I don't know, but they're really good. Um, I hope you guys all have a great holiday and yeah, that's it. Have a great day. Again, this is Ashley from Massachusetts. Bye. Well, thank you for calling in, Ashley. Now, coffee frappe, like coffee frappuccino? No, like coffee frappe, I bet. I, I, I get the sense it's something different from what you get at Starbucks. Probably. Yeah, coffee frappe. I'm going to look that up. Uh, 
Did you know that in Rhode Island they have a thing called coffee milk? Which I think is just like milk flavored, like sweet milk flavored with coffee. To me, that's what you get when you get like an iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It's like so there's so much milk and so much sweetener in there that it's basically a... It's barely coffee at at that point. Um, Hmm. I'm not finding coffee frap at a a cursory glance. I'm finding a lot of coffee frappuccino, though. Interesting. Hmm. Also, is there any actual coffee in a Starbucks frappuccino? Just a little bit, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, I would say this about grief. Um it's something that is very complex and uh, you shouldn't have expectations on how you grieve and, and all that, but really five months is the limit and then get the fuck over it. Oh, see, because Todd Perry said six months, five months. So I think I have, let's see, it happened in July 12th on July 12th. So we are now like five months out. Yeah. I feel like I got, I got one more to wrap it up. Well, I mean, you can continue to grieve. Just don't expect any like sympathy. sympathy right? What 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 at what point will you be like, oh, get over it? I mean, outwardly. <laughs> hey, Allison and Daniel, this is Regan from uh, well, originally from Arizona. Um, our family's living in Spain right now, but um, oh. I saw your call for request, so hopefully I'm not too late because the time zone difference, but wanted to share um, one of my favorite ice creams. Um, it is um, half-baked by Ben & Jerry's. Mm. It's not, I mean, technically, it's almost not even ice cream because most of it's brownies and cookie dough. But um, that's my my favorite. Um, my least favorite probably is the, I know you guys talked about this on one of your shows. Um it's the bubblegum flavor, oh. and I think it was at Baskin Robbins. One time I got that as a kid, and uh, it's it's really gross. I actually think it's one of the – it's always, like, on the top ten list of worst ice creams. Um, anyways, oh, my gosh, I've never called in, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm so nervous. Um, anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. Um, I hope you get to spend time with your families and um hope your boys have a great holiday season and wishing you guys all the best. I love your show and um yeah, have a great happy new year. All right. This is Reagan from uh I guess Spain. <laughs> Take care. Thank you Reagan for calling in. Yeah, bubble cream ice cream. Bubble gum ice. Did I say bubble cream? Do they still bubble sell cream bubble ice gum? gum? Um I bet they do. It's a- You think so? Oh I yeah. Bet- but who's buying it? Children. I feel like I, I saw it at Baskin Robbins. Really? I think it was one of the 31 flavors. Uh, by the way. How many? They had, I think they had 32 flavors. <laughs> right. Because they don't consider bubblegum a real flavor. Maybe. Um, Reagan, why, why are you in Spain? I have questions. Why are you in Spain? Are you there permanently? Are you going to be a citizen? Well, Can- it turns out she called back. But she oh. didn't. I wish she, had, she didn't have the foresight to realize you're going to want to know. But yeah. We're going to need you to call back again, but look. Hey, Allison and Daniel. This is Reagan again from Spain. I am my nervousness the first time, and you don't have to share this, but 
I just wanted to let you know I got I ordered a Wendy mug and um Allison Rosen is your new best friend hat and they just came in the mail. Um so I was very, very excited to get something um from the US. So um have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy holiday season to you both. All right. And um I can't wait for the new year. All right, bye. I love that. <sighs> Reagan knows what's up. She knows how to make her life exciting via mugs and hats. We've got so got t-shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got all of it. Go to I'm going to give you a couple options for where to go. AllisonRosen.com, click on the thing that says merch, or go to AllisonsLinks.com, and there's also a place to get merch there. We There's so much merch. And, and, and I just put up touch, the Touch the Tushy ringtone song. Oh, yeah. And then also uh, Hey, 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 Go Fuck Yourself ringtone. Look at you. Yeah, they're on. And they're also, you can buy them on Patreon, too. And I'll be uploading more. It's a QVC up in this. Um, is that a bad thing? Reagan, can you get us citizenship in Spain? Do, is that where we want to go? Portugal. Where are we going? I don't know. We don't know. Hey, let us know. Where Where should we where move? Where should we move if, if it becomes necessary to move somewhere? Yeah. Where should we go? You can let us know by uh, calling in. 323-553-2331. This is the last. I can't believe we blasted through those. I love it. And mm. I'm recording with you next week, most likely. I'm going to have another call for questions. Question for calls. Call, it's not call too for, late. Yeah. Call for, you know, I'm just going to want to hear from you. Uh, hi, guys. It's Rain Glendale. Uh, regarding the question, um, all ice cream blends, blends, brands and flavors are inferior to Haagen-Dazs coffee. I think that's yeah. right. Uh, I'm not sure what the worst ice cream is. But I've heard of a lobster ice cream, oh, which doesn't what? sound very good to me. Um, but that's not why I called. Uh, my new favorite product, and I'm not sure how new they are. I love it. We got a product podcast pal. Uh, before product he gets kit. into it, Hagen Dazs coffee, mm. solid. Yeah, like that's a that is a very good ice cream. Hagen Dazs all around. Why is it? Why is Hagen Dazs so much better? It's denser. I think they they probably use real cream. It's this like. The ingredients are just better. Mm. But my favorite snack is wisps. Uh, oh, wisps. We've uh, had. Yeah. Wait, are those those little like cheese circles? Don't they like cracker kind of like things? I don't know. I think that they're. Yeah, it's like baked oh, those cheese are the in a cheese. circle. Yeah, I think yeah, so. To call them cheese crackers right. would be an insult to them, which <laughs> is something I'd never do. They are concentrated little bites of awesome. They're great as salad toppers. You can put them in hot soup, <gasps> and they actually melt like cheese would, not just puff up like a goldfish cracker and a cup of coffee. Um, they come in different flavors. Uh, Parmesan is my jam, but cheddar is great, too. In fact, you should stop recording now and go get some. They're in most grocery stores. I love these things. Anyway, love you guys. Merry Christmas. Rain Glendale, out. Thanks, Ray. Yeah, thanks. I, I love those, too. Those are good. Uh, Google transcription thought when he said Ray and Glendale out, it just transcribed it to Ryan Glendale out. His, that's his new name. That's his alter ego name, Ryan Glendale. Thank you for calling in. We've had wisps and they are good. They're very addicting. I haven't had the Parmesan in a while, um, but I think we bought like some, do, is there like a jalapeno cheddar? Because I have a, I have a memory of like spicy wisp in my mouth. I think it was and like, like not a, it. a spicy jack maybe. Yeah. In general, 
Pepper Jack for me is Pepper an Jack. oh please. I like Pepper Jack. Really? When do you want that? From time to time. But what? Give me an example of because I feel like I have thought to myself, I can handle Pepper Jack. Yeah, and then I not, can't. It doesn't come up often. I don't prefer it on my sandwiches, but there's occasionally like a burger or something where they'll put a chicken sandwich and they'll put it on there. And are, do you ever want like? Are you happening. ever like? I have my choice of cheese and I'm going Pepper Jack. Um, if it's like the kind of thing where it should be a little spicy, like if it's a chicken panini. <laughs> that's gotta have some pepper jack on it maybe i'll have it if it's a what chicken panini who are you i'm a i'm a son chicken panini over here okay i don't know no if chicken panini doesn't need a pepper jack cheese by the I don't way know. like i feel like a chicken sandwich will occasionally have a pepper jack on it what fucking sue me i bought I'm not running a did cafe you, when you did you see that i bought horseradish havarti no Horseradish Havarti. I like Havarti cheese. But horseradish? I thought if it has a hint of horseradish flavor, then it's fine. If it's like as spicy as I worry it might be, then. As spicy? <laughs> if it's as spicy. No, if it's as spicy. Oh. Do you remember when Elliot was talking about how his cheeseburger was too spicy? What you're is- too, too spicy, cheeseburger. You're too. It was, <laughs> he had had it earlier that day with our then nanny. Yeah. And he was telling us the story about how he got a cheeseburger. It was spicy, too spicy. <laughs> I think I uploaded it actually to Patreon. I think because it was such, I had a little video of it. It was very cute. Patreon.com slash Alison Rosen. Also, I should tell you, I just unveiled a new format for my Patreon bonus episodes for the Friend Zone. I called it the story behind the story. And I went through the last nine episodes and share just the sort of stuff that you're not around to see. So like how the show got booked, what I thought of the person, whether I, how I felt afterwards, um, any sort of like gossipy things or like what we talked about when the mic was off. Obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, what's the word? Betraying confidences, but there's a little juiciness in there, I would say for sure. And, uh, and I also shared sort of just a state of the podcast and state of my identity and all sorts of st- it was a state good episode. Of your identity? Are you having identity questions, honey? Identity crises. Interesting. Well, rather you just keep it to yourself. Well, that's why I'm putting it behind a paywall on Patreon. All right. I don't want to hear about it. Teresa, who is a new patron, told me that she cried. Well, she told. No, she told me on threads. She cried listening to it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I don't know which that part. Makes Allison's day. If she can make people cry. That's her dream. That's her dream. Um, listen. Yes. This has been too much fun. It's a it's a criminal amount of fun. Where I hope everybody's having a good Christmas season. <laughs> I hope to get I'm building a fire. You fi- stop. So I, you you stop it. Okay. I'm building a fireplace for the for the family. I built one last year. It Allison co-opted it for her studio, so now I've got to build another one. And I am hopeful that when I'm done, we can finally get the house looking crisp, more Christmas, satisfactorily Christmassy. And then are we going to have them all over? The listeners? I don't know. I, I'm just wondering where you're going with this. 
No, and then I'll finally be in the fucking spirit. Oh, okay. Uh, but I hope y'alls are not having the same problem I am having. I hope you're all in the Christmas spirit, even if you don't celebrate Christmas. I hope it's forced upon you. <laughs> um, because this is a Christian nation. You know I'm right. I'm sure. And uh, I don't know. This is a this is the best time of year, and I hope everybody is. Uh, if you're is simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I kind of do. I kind of hope everyone's simply just simply having having. I don't know. I, I don't ask for much. It's simply a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. That's all. And <laughs> um, the mood. The, what the, what's it? What goes next? The party's here. The mood is bright. Yeah. It's one of my least favorite Christmas songs. Oh, but, yeah, no, it's um, But, yeah, that's all. Uh, and, if listen, if you're out there and you're alone this Christmas, just know that we're there with you uh, being obnoxious on threads. But I imagine, am, yeah. imagine we're sitting next to you on the couch being obnoxious on threads. <laughs> having a little eggnog. Oh, public service announcement. <laughs> you basically have... A week and a half to yeah. to drink eggnog because that shit fucking they get rid of eggnog so fast and I don't know which day they all coordinate to get rid of it but it do, it's not a day that makes any sense you'd think it would be the day after New Year's right or New Year's Day mm-hmm. like all right s- s- holiday season's over now no it's like sometime in the week before that it's it's like they made a certain amount and they just let it sell down. I think that is what they do. It's fucked. There's no way they're continuing to make it. It is fucked. <laughs> okay? Honestly, all these fucking Christmas industry motherfuckers, whether it's the Christmas lights, uh, Satanists, or the eggnog industry, y'all, y'all need to step it up and make our lives easier and better. I think you should tell them, Daniel. Yeah. We have honed in on what might be the best. I, I don't know why my arm is up in the, the air. The best eggnog? It's like my arm is leaving the room. Yeah. Should we unveil the best eggnog? Or should we wait? Because maybe we should do Maybe a... we should unveil it on the, on next week's episode. The best eggnog. Oh, oh but th- that doesn't give them time to no, enjoy it. Okay. We should just do it now. We don't... It's not that scientific. There's eggnogs we haven't tried. There but are so eggnogs. far, we have a favorite of the ones we've I tried. Get, I will tell you the one I haven't tried that I think might be a contender is the Bougere. Yeah. With which Huel might Hauser be local. I think that's a, a local. Yeah, it's got Heelhauser, which puts it right in the, you know, it's like le- le- leading, what do they say that it's leading in the clubhouse? The leader in the clubhouse. I said that earlier in the show, actually, but not about the eggnog. I mean, I don't know. It, it could be the worst tasting eggnog, but it's got Huel Hauser on it, who I love. It looks expensive. It looks like it's a, in a bes- glass it looks bottle. Like a, a bespoke eggnog it's in experience. A glass bottle. You yeah. can't beat that. But that's regional. Mm. Of the national eggnog brands, drum roll. Do you want to say it? Lactate. 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 <laughs> It's the best, though. It's the best. Like, I'm sorry if you look. If you, <laughs> Lactate eggnog. If it's, you, it's like Tums eggnog. I know. But it, it really is. It's so it's good, really though. better. It doesn't have that artificial eggnog flavor that some of it's the other ones do. It's not overpowering. It's not artificial. It tastes 
like just a good eggnog. It's yeah. thick enough. It has it's like, not, a na- like, like a um, fresh, fresh natural flavor. Yeah, but it doesn't like some eggnogs. You get it, and it's like syrupy. It's, it's too. Uh, it lacks viscosity. It lacks viscosity. A lot, some eggnogs are too watery, like they're too thin. Oh, oh, oh sure. You want it to be thick, but not too thick. Yeah, you got to be careful that it's not gummy. It's it's really good. No, there's no such thing as gummy eggnog, but I feel like you know what I'm saying. You don't want a gummy eggnog. <laughs> I don't want a chewy eggnog. Um. So yeah, lactate. Get it while you can, because big eggnog, fucking or big milk, they fuck you. What normally where they put the eggnog? What normally goes there? Uh, creamers or something. More milks. Know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why they're in a rush to get it out. Because it's like creamer season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my creamer era. I mean, whatever they put there is not better than eggnog. Well, you you're biased. I understand not wanting to drink eggnog in June. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's hot. You don't you don't want like a tall glass of eggnog in (laughs) 99 degree weather. But like it's cold for another couple months. You know what's baffling to me? And I don't want to be someone who's like, the way I do it is right. And if you live your life a different way, then you're bad. But there are people who have never tasted eggnog. And that is baffling to me. Maybe because I come from an eggnog family. Right. We're a family that drank nog. But there are people out there. We've... (laughs) You have that sign that hangs on the front door that says, we drink nog. In this house, in, we drink nog. And then also, nog. But, but first, eggnog. Nog family. But also we have one that says, but first, eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> and don't talk to me before I've had my eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> should we make a but first eggnog shirt? Yes, we should. Yes. Okay. Will you remember that? No. Neither will I. All right. Um, this has been too much fun. As I was saying earlier, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Go there. Get all that fun stuff. Uh, Allison's links go there for all my other stuff. And uh, please leave us an iTunes comment of the week. Well, leave us an iTunes comment and I will consider it for comment of the week. Follow me on social media, etc., etc. Um, And I hope you're having a good wind down to... The big day. Uh, yeah, I hope you've all been, you're not on the naughty list. Mm-hmm. That's really my bottom line hope right. for all of you. Yeah. And that Santa isn't a dick and leaves you a fucking lump of coal. That's right. You don't want a lump of coal. No. Because we don't use coal anymore in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Leave me a battery, motherfucker. <laughs> he should yes, leave batteries. Or a, or a charger. Well, that's a gift then. A battery would be the modern equivalent of a yeah. lump of coal, wouldn't it? I mean, I guess. Because you use the coal to heat things. It's power, right? I don't think it was like, oh, he gave me something functional that I don't want. Useful. I think, Well, I yeah. guess, yeah, kids didn't want it. Right. But the but the dads loved the coal? I guess. Let's revisit. I I, well, hey. Yes? You have one week to, to get back on the good list, so make it, make count? it count. Thank you for being on the show, Daniel. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 